We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday... Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, maybe inappropriate for children under 13. I also love whenever these two teams play to kind of remind our podcast listeners that uh, I don't know if it'll be bigger or or smaller because it's Monday night there, but more people will watch this game worldwide than the Super Bowl. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast brought to you by rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For news, rankings, projections, DFS lineup optimizers, and more, Head over to rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are your hosts, Mike Gottlieb and Andrew Lair. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. I am your oh, presented by Mac Weldon. Uh, I am your host, Mike Gottlieb, and with me, as always, is Andrew Laird. Uh, head on over to MacWeldon.com and get twenty percent off your first order with code RotoSoccer. That's R O T O S O C C E. Andrew, it's another great week. We have our game briefs to get to later on in the show. 
but also, please remind me before the end of the show to go pick up my dry cleaning today. Will do. Will do. Thank you. It is uh, actually funny thing about this. Um, I've forgotten to do this for like a week. Like every day, I'm like, I'm gonna do it today. Don't do it. There's a sign, and the reason why it's um, kind of ironic to me. When I went to the dry cleaner, I saw a sign, and it says, "In accordance with New York City law, any unclaimed garments after six months are donated to charity." Hmm. And I didn't know that was a city ordinance, first of all. And secondly, how many, how many, like, how much of a problem was it that people were dropping off dry cleaning and never picking it up that it needed a city ordinance? And now I'm living this life of I can't remember to pick up my, my gosh darn dry cleaning. Oh, so it's actually a, a pickup, not a drop off situation. No, I've dropped it off. Yeah. I just haven't picked it up. That is kind of surprising to me that people would. I mean, maybe because when I required dry cleaning back in the day, uh, I used to basically go when I ran out of stuff. And so I would drop off like all of my shirts. And so I would like have to go because I would be out of shirts if I didn't go back. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, what we did, well, what, what, what we have done this time at least, because we typically, I don't typically get my, my dress shirts dry clean because I wash them just in the washing machine. Yes. But, um, what we've done is like the winter coats, the once a year winter coat cleaning before we need them, we get them cleaned. Smart. So that's the, that, that's the, that's the main purpose of, of this dry cleaning. But yes, there are some shirts that need some like spot cleans as well. So, yeah, I, um, I actually used to early on in my corporate days back, back when I would launder the shirts myself and I would just bring them in to press them because I was so, uh, lazy that I didn't feel like ironing my shirts. And then one day I was just like, I can't. I can't go through life not knowing how to iron a shirt. So then I started ironing a shirt every single day. Yep. You would think that it was, there would be a part of me on like Sunday night. I'd be like, I'm going to just going to do five shirts. So I don't have to wake up 20 minutes early or however long it took me. Nope. Still woke up early just to do them every day. Yeah. Whenever I travel, that's part of my, that's part of my routine in the morning hmm. is to iron the shirt. Do you iron your shirts or like, do you travel with them like in appropriate like wearing condition? No, no. Actually, I roll my clothes when oh. I travel. They don't wrinkle as much, and they take up less space. Right. That always bothers me. That I'm like, if I have to travel or something, and I start to like iron shirts, and I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm gonna have to do it again. Obviously, yeah. well, you're, you're ultimately <laughs> stuck with like the crappy hotel iron and the six inch wide ironing board, but <laughs> but you still have to do it. Like it's very difficult to not do it, not yeah. have to do it. Yeah, I don't like it when they have those mini irons where it only goes like six inches off the ground. Mm-hmm. Like you have to put it on the table. Yeah, that's and, that. Those are the ones I don't like. Mm-hmm. And the cord is like twelve inches long. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> just anyway. Yeah, yeah. It, it, either it, it's it, yes, it can be very frustrating. But please remind me to pick up my dry cleaning. Well, but then. we sh- we we, sh- we should uh, we should get to the soccer though. We should. We have a lot. We have a lot to talk about. We gotta uh, let, let let's do our let's do our game briefs now. We also have I have two. Um, DraftKings lineups actually to to share with you. Mm-hmm. Not sure which one I will use. Uh, we have a we have a fifty fifty going up on DraftKings as well that we have tweeted out a link to. Um, so there's a, there's also that and there's there's just a lot going on. Just keep a keep apprised to the at Rotowire Soccer Twitter account for all the latest news and updates. I like how you have str- struggled to beat me on DraftKings head to head, and now you're just going to throw two lineups at me. Well, to my I'm not one. Gonna... 
Well, no, 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 no. First of all, there's we have two different things going on. We have the 50-50, which I have a lineup in for, and yeah. we have the game which is head-to-head, which I have another lineup for. Yeah. So, Theoretically, they you should use, like, the same cash lineup. Like, those are basically both cash games. Not basically, they are. So it's easier if you just use one. But sure, go right ahead. Do whatever these, you need to do. These, these are the lessons that I need taught to me because <laughs> I'm so bad at DraftKings. Okay, let's but let's let's get to the games first. Uh, there's a big there's a big game that starts tomorrow, 7:30 in the AM Eastern Time. It is Chelsea at home to Leicester, who have struggled on the road so far this season. Uh, actually, an interesting tidbit from yesterday is that there there were strong rumors that Antonio Conte was going to get fired. Uh, it's so much so that both uh, Patty Power and Bet365, I believe, were yes. the two sites that actually suspended betting yeah, sure on Conte leaving Chelsea. Which is absurd. Like, who – I guess the way I I look at it, both that uh, Abramovich doesn't seem like the kind of person who would quit this early, <laughs> but who would even come in to replace him? I don't know. Bob Bradley was already assigned to Swansea. <laughs> Yeah, because he was next in line. <laughs> uh, that's sort of the way I'm looking at it, that I can't, like, when you make a move like that, you need a replacement. And I'm not sure there are many managers left who can have that job. Simeone getting tired of life on top of the table in La Liga. Mm. Uh, I, to be honest, that's the only person who would be an acceptable replacement this early. Yes. Uh, anyway, it's not happened yet, and Chelsea have rubbished the reports anyway, so... Um, maybe it was just tabloid hearsay. But, really? The English press? Tabloid? No. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> tabloid literally means that it has like six paragraphs wide or something like that. Is that what it means? I have no idea. <clears throat> anyway, uh, Chelsea are at home against Leicester. Uh, Chelsea, we expect to stay with that 3-4-3 formation that they utilized. And we talked about this uh, earlier this week. Uh, big wins for both Marcus Alonso and for Victor Moses, both of whom I would have tried to use in DraftKings if they were available for the game that we were going to be playing. Yeah, I agree. Both of them, um, I think, are excellent fantasy options just because uh, – I'm not fully convinced that Moses is is locked in, though. You think he just played well enough that he deserves another start? Like, is he really the guy that they want out there? There's absolutely there's no one else on the right hand side that has the the ability going forward and the and the the stamina and the pace to get up and down the pitch. He may not be what you want defensively, uh, but who is on the right side for Chelsea? To be honest, well, that's what I mean. If if nobody is that great defensively, is he really the best? guy attacking wise there probably he's the most direct over pedro pedro's not direct he he likes uh, pedro's very quick don't get me wrong but all he wants to do is cut inside he doesn't actually want to take defenders onto the byline then try to cut it back that's not pedro is a conundrum in that regard he's he's a he's a winger that tries to play as a center forward sometimes Mm -hmm. and 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 it's very troublesome to watch because he's not big enough Sounds like Theo Walcott. Yeah. He's not a good enough creator for the position that he's really supposed to be playing. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I, I agree that it's both those guys. Do you think John Terry starts over Cahill? That's a great question. Um, it's a it's a great question. And also another thing worth noting is that Kurt Zuma has returned to training. Uh, he's expected to come back at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, just someone to keep an eye out for. But uh, on the Chelsea side, I mean, for if John Terry plays – 
I don't know if they can go three at the back because he's just not quick enough. I mean, Gary Cahill is not exactly Usain Bolt. And and yet Terry is. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Um, uh, I mean, and you're also trying to teach a 30 whatever year old new tricks mm-hmm. going three at the back. And I'm not sure how well that would go. You know, to be honest, I, mean, I, I wouldn't be upset if he does play, but it, it better be for Cahill and not for like Louise. Oh, I think Louise is locked in. I think it would be for his Piliqueta. Yeah, oh, man, that would be that would be a statuesque back three <laughs> or two of the three of them. But I mean, if the, if their plan is to have Louise push forward more of the back three, then I think I would be just fine. Mm-hmm. But that would have to be the plan. Okay. On the Lester side, uh, this seems more like in the rare. This seems like a rare instance of a Jamie Vardy game as compared to an Islam Slimani game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can I can see that just because pace. Yeah, pace is not Chelsea's forte in the yeah, back. Pace kills Chelsea hmm. going forward. Um, and, and, and Riyad Mahrez just tortured Chelsea last season. Yes. Uh, would you Would you see that repeating itself this year under new management? Uh, I think it. I think it makes sense. Um, I'm not sure I would pay up for what I would have to for Mares unless I already, I mean, obviously if you have him in a season long, you're going to play him. Yeah. But, uh, I'm not sure I would, I would invest that much in it. Mares or Willian? Willian's out. Mares or then I, I'm assuming that it's Mares then. <laughs> it is Mares. Yes. Uh, Willian's Mar- out following the, uh, passing of his mother. Mm. I did not read that. Yes. I did not know that. You can well, find that kind of information on rotowire.com slash soccer. Thank you. I have not gone yet today. <laughs> I've, I've made it abundantly clear. Um, all right. And, well, actually, um, the, so who who do you think comes in for for Willian? Uh, that would probably be Pedro at that point over Oscar. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. In three four three, more you need more of a winger. But he's not. Well, yeah. Okay. Yep. He's more of a. It's it's not. He is not the perfect winger for yep. the position, but he is more of a... Yeah, and I assume Hazard takes Qua- corners, Juan although Quadrado- it could be Alonso. Yeah. yeah, Juan Cuadrado would be the... Yeah. Would be the ideal replacement. Yeah, but if they hadn't loaned him out for three years. Yep. That's still the most insane loan I've ever I've ever heard of. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, my, my guess is that it would it would be Pedro. Okay. He's favored him recently. It, yeah. would not, it will not be Michi Batshuayi, for example. No, no, no. Unless they switch to a three-five-two. No, that, yeah, they're not doing that yet. You can't change three times in three weeks. Says you. Uh, <laughs> all right, but uh, Hazard or Mares? Hazard. Okay. Uh, if if it's Pedro, Pedro or Mares? Hmm. I would probably. Uh, I think Mares can score more, but I think Pedro would be the better per dollar value on salary cap formats. All right, we will leave it. Okay, so I'm assuming you're going to take Diego Costa, both Slimani and Vardy? Yes. So it sounds like you think Chelsea will win this. Uh, I think it will not be high scoring, but yes, I do believe they will win it. Are you thinking 1-0 or 2-1? Um, I think it's 50-50 for those two scores. So uh, with that in mind, besides for Marcus Alonso, would you try to take no. you know, like the Chelsea defender trying to get a clean sheet? You're not that confident? No. They're not cheap anyway. I was so just about to say that, yeah. And I mean, I don't think I don't know how the rankings bore out, but I know that I don't even think I ranked Courtois. And if I did, it was very low. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I mean, they 
they did get a clean sheet last time out, but that was two weeks ago, not against Leicester, and it was against Hull. First of the season, so um, yeah, right, no, no right, thank you. Right, right when we were at peak bashing them mode. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You did not rank Courtois. I didn't think I didn't think I did because I don't think he deserves to. He just doesn't get enough saves for mm-hmm. one. He just tends to let up goals. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I think that I think that trend continues. I think this is if anything, I think it's one one. I think it's a draw. OK. Just because Chelsea are not that good yet. Yeah. And the, the, any report to say that they should fire Costa is irresponsible. Conte. Conte. Yeah. Sorry. And Costa, too. They shouldn't fire him. <laughs> yeah. But they should not fire Conte, either Conte. And Golo Conte revenge game? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I don't believe those things exist. And also, he <laughs> left voluntarily. Yes. All right. Uh, speak, Lester speak, revenge game against N'Golo Conte? Sure. Uh, but And uh, we spoke about Bob Bradley for the Chelsea job. He is in charge of Swansea, who traveled to Arsenal uh, to start the 10 o'clock slate. This seems like a very tough ask for your first game for Bob Bradley's side. Um, how do you see them lining up? Do you see him? Because uh, the, the player that I'm worried for most is a player that I own in Taga is Leroy Fair, who is flourishing under Guidoline. Mm. Yeah, I think he's playing well enough to keep his spot, but I think there will be a few changes. They were saying how uh, Jefferson Montero basically fell out of the rotation under uh, Guidoline and that he'll get a new new opportunity under Bradley. Same with Neil Taylor, who um, who's playing time kind of just evaporated thanks to guys like Stephen Kingsley and Wrangle. Like Taylor's and good ben, enough to play. And Ben Kingsley. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, so I think you'll see some rotation, but I mean, does it even matter specifically this week? Like, are you going to take anybody from Swansea? No, no, it's more your season long. I mean, for me, because Leary Fair in Taga especially has been fantastic. But how many guys from Swansea were really owned in, on Taga? It was Sigurdsson, Fair... Fabianski Neil, and deeper Neil ones. Taylor, uh, Kyle Naughton should, should be owned. Um, I mean, Neil Taylor potentially, but Taylor, right? But Taylor's not owned now. No, he's not. And anybody who's like rolling out Wayne Routledge or Key, I mean, you're not that thrilled about it. Llorente is has been underwhelming. Baston's been Borja Baston. Yeah, I, I wonder who's going to get the started forward. Uh, I'll have uh, to check. How, and how? And how many? Yeah, I can't. Well, yeah, I don't know because the player we have no I like idea. Most, yeah, because the player I like the most is Mo Barrow. Yeah, yeah and, and Mo Barrow. I, but I, would you I, play him this week? That's, uh, yeah, I would because he has the pace to get up and down. You're going to need him to track back, and you're also going to need him to get forward. He's the only, one of the few players that can do that. You're in take Baston. No, sorry, he, he, he may he has. I mean, I think he's the most usable player for for Swansea especially you know mm. as a forward who might be able to get more points peripherally mm. like a lower floor uh, sorry a higher floor lower ceiling forward um i think the only way that Swansea is even remotely close in this game is if there's like significant arsenal squad rotation from guys coming back from international duty and preparing yeah, that, for champions that, league next week and on that note that's not happening today or sorry, tomorrow. That will happen on Wednesday against some Bulgarian team that I don't I don't know who they are. Um I'm not I'm not totally convinced on that. Only because like Alexis Sanchez coming back from um South America 
Yeah, that's a, a fairly decent trip, although with Olivier Giroud out, Lucas Perez has kind of been banged up, so they may have to play him. But um, I, I you're, think, you're not, I, yeah, I, you're not I scared think, about Ludo Goretz no. coming in, into no. the Emirates? <laughs> no. It, no. Uh, it, and they should. And that's and that's the way they should play this one. They should play this one because where they're struggling more is in the league versus in Champions League. Mm-hmm. Is in the is in the Premier League versus the Champions League. Yeah. Yep. Well, that that just solidifies my thought that they'll they'll rest will everybody. Be very one sided. The, yeah. <laughs> uh, they they really shouldn't. Uh, they should really they should really play the guys that they have. Mm-hmm. And this is someone who, you know, as a spoiler alert to the to, to my drafting slams, I don't have a lot of Arsenal representation. So it's not it's not that I it's not that I picked them, so I think they should play. It's be, just because yeah. they should. Yeah. If you had to choose, Swansea are better than Ludogorets, you should have your better lineup out. I agree. Arsenal's the Ar- biggest favorite of the Saturday slate. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and would you start Gilfie Sigurdsson? No. Okay. Basically, it's just all Arsenal knows Swansea. Uh, yeah, I I haven't seen. I mean, the, the difficulty is what we've seen from Swansea um, so far is not necessarily what we're going to see, you know, beyond that or this weekend and beyond. But they're just Sigurdsson has done very little um, for me to think that art, you know, at Arsenal is when he breaks out. All right. Uh, one last note for Arsenal is that Hector Bellerin has looked a lot better recently. Um, he may be on the ver, especially if he's, I, I think he's dropped salary on fantasy Premier League, the official game. Uh, now might be the time to try to invest in Hector Bellerin. If you can just a buy low moment, I, I, I see him play. I see, I see him playing a lot better going forward and Swansea would be a, a good first opportunity to show that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's go on to the relegation six pointer. It is Birdmouth at home against Hull. Uh, Bournemouth, uh, Bournemouth, who have, I think this is the team that we're going to say, you know, you can trust Bournemouth at home. You can't trust any of them on the road. They're the only they're, team they're, that you can say that? Their home and road splits, I think, will be the most, drama- most dramatic. Mm. Um, did Does that make you think anybody from, like, does that shy you away from anybody from Hull if this game was at Hull? No. Uh, well, it, you know, no, no Hull, Hull, that's not true. It does shy me away from the forwards. It will not shy me away from Robert Snodgrass. Okay. But, you know, like an Abel Hernandez or a Gio Mercy Embolcani, whoever's starting up front for Hull, I'd be less inclined to take them this week than I would if it was at Hull. If it was at Hull. Okay. Be, and Arthur Burch has had a good year, mm-hmm. especially especially at home. Uh, this uh, and, the, and going forward for Burnmouth, I mean, I think there's three guys that you can only consider. That's Junior Stanislas, Joshua King. He, of the 10 shots last game, something like that, something crazy. Um, and Callum Wilson. Those are the only three going forward I would take from Burnmouth. Um, that sounds right. The 10 shots was a European qualifier. Yeah, but yeah. still. <laughs> I'm just saying it's. He's by he's the best player on a team that was playing San Marino, I believe. That's true. That's true. And San Marino scored. Just throwing that out there. Okay. Not Joshua. Not Joshua King's fault. Um, if there was a Watford, uh, excuse me, if there was a Burnmouth midfielder, I told you had an assist and nine shots in the last three games. Who do you think it would be? Harry Arder. It is Harry Arder. He had quite a game against Watford 
two shots, two crosses, six fouls drawn, and five tackles. The only reason why I remotely knew that is because I knew Harry Arter got an assist, and that's oh, okay. <laughs> the nine shots. I, I I don't I don't track his shot count. I mm. just don't. The only shot count I track for midfielders is Dan Gosling. <laughs> Remember that once upon a time? Yeah, nine shots, zero on target. Yeah, but I wonder what the average distance is, like we were talking about last week. Um, or sorry, earlier this week. He. 20% of his shots this season, he's taken 10. So obviously nine in the last three games. 20% are in the box. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I would have thought it would have been... No, that's oh, oh, exactly yeah, sorry. what you said. Sorry, sorry. It's exactly what I'm saying. 80% yes. of them are outside the box. Yes. Okay. Man, your inflection made it seem like it was a really good thing. Okay. <laughs> it was me, uh, like, begrudgingly yeah, showing that you well, were right. <laughs> yeah, you fooled me. Yeah. <laughs> would, would you would you take Arthur Borich in this game? Um... I, I I kind of look at his price on DraftKings like that's that's what are, where I considered it and for a hundred dollars more I could get Hugo Lloris at West Brom and I feel like I'm better off there. Uh, good point. Uh, I agree. I concur. Uh, I would feel more comfortable, for an example, starting Burnmouth defenders than I would the goalkeeper, especially if you're talking about the fullbacks because uh, I think they have an opportunity to get some crosses this week. Um. Yeah, they should be able to move up. I agree yeah. with that. Uh, I would also consider Ahmed El Mohamedy from Hull. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe Andrew good. Robertson. Maybe. I'd probably yeah. shy. I wouldn't go that crazy. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> too inclined. But I think it's Robert Snodgrass is the only, and maybe David Marshall, if you want to really be contrarian with goalkeepers. Mm-hmm. I um, I'm still unsure of how I feel about cross allowed stats, but Hull are tied for the league lead with allowing the most crosses this season. Yeah. They let you have the ball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what happens. Watford was like that last season. Right. They're tied with Watford with that. It's and they've like allowed I, the most shots. Like theoretically, like, I feel like this should be the burn game, but it's like, I watch this game for a living sometimes. Man, I, I have not heard such disdain in a long time. That was right. that was less for your comment and more for who am I going to choose from Burnmouth since they have a good opportunity to play against Hull. Like Charlie Daniels, Adam Smith. Right. Right. I don't, if you want to get real saucy, you can go Jordan Ibe. You're one of your old favorites. <sighs> I'm done on Jordan Ooh, Ibe. Wait, hold on. What about There's your boy one, Jack Wilshire? I was just about to say, this is the opportunity. I said this earlier in the week. This is the opportunity for Jack Wilshire. That he's more than just a name. Mm-hmm. He's gotta, he's gotta make an impact in one way, shape, or form. Yeah, it, it, maybe it's you know like a key pass that leads to a leads to a scoring opportunity. Just to show that he can boss a midfield. This is a game where he can actually show his worth. Do you have forty seven hundred DraftKings dollars with his name on it? No. Nope. Okay. Cause only because I haven't seen it, and at this point, I can't. Uh, just to save face, I can't just be taking these risks on guys like Jack Wilshire when I know you're going to beat me anyway. But I don't want you to beat me and me having Jack Wilshire. That would just be terrible. Yeah, I understand that. Watch you have him. Okay, Manchester City are at home against Everton. This is going to be a great game. You think so? I do. Okay. Kevin De Bruyne I... looks like he could be back. I'll believe that when I see it. He's Pep said he's available. Doesn't know if he'll start. Again, I will believe it when I see it. The last thing they want to do is rush him back and have him out for months. 
Um, yeah, that's the Arsene Wenger way. The so, um, the biggest issue here is that they play Barcelona next week, and that seems a lot more important than this match. Uh, and who do you think they would rotate? I, I, that, that makes me firmly believe that De Bruyne's not starting. Because right. if he was going to play a game this week, it would be the Barcelona game. That's sort of the way I'm looking at it, that it seems unnecessary to play him. And and I've got to be honest with you, I don't think he starts that game either. I think if he doesn't start this one, he definitely starts that one. I, I, he's, back, this, he's like fully training. Yeah, uh, I, It's one of those injuries where because he was supposed to miss, miss a month, and it's only been two and a half, three a weeks. No, it's been, <laughs> it's been way less. Yes. He's missed one Premier League game so far. Um, it. Is it only one? One, and then the I international. Mean, yeah, the international break couldn't have been any better for him. But the, yeah, uh, Aguero apparently had like a calf injury um, and played through it, which always makes club teams feel great. Um so I wonder if Kalechi Iannaccio gets a start. I bet those those are the top. Obviously, those are the top two guys you look at, and yeah. so you uh, you know you have to consider if they're going to be the ones to get rotated. But that I think would, everybody else everybody else is a is a movable part anyway. Yeah, I, I was about, I was about to say if if you miss Raheem Sterling for a game, I don't think you, you can easily replace him in his production. Right, right. Yeah, Sterling Nolito is back. Um, yeah, Nolito is someone who may get help withheld to play Barcelona. See, I was going to say the opposite. He's missed three matches. Like they got to get him playing in games. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, it's only a difference of four days. Let's be honest. It's not like it's a. Mm-hmm. I was a, saying, do you want your first game after being essentially unable to play in a game for a month to be against Barcelona? Well, I, I'm not saying he wouldn't play. He just wouldn't start. He would just mm. be on the bench. And he would come in for 30 minutes to get his warm-up in before the real 90 that comes in. Yeah. Same thing with De Bruyne, too. That could I can certainly see that happening with De Bruyne. It would seem really dumb to start De Bruyne Saturday and... Is it Tuesday or Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday. They were Tuesday last time, so it's Wednesday this time. Okay. Uh, yeah, it would be... Ugh. Oh, sorry. This is Man City. Sorry, I was thinking of Arsenal. Uh, I'm not sure. Actually, yeah, they are two. They are Wednesday. You're right. Yeah, okay. okay, you got lucky there. All right. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, all right. On the Everton side, uh, yeah, I think the I would take Lukaku in this game. Okay. Especially because Bravo's been terrible on the on free kicks and set pieces. Okay. Uh, we don't know if I, he's still taking them, but sure. Well, no, 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 not not that kind. I meant like commanding in the box, gotcha. like. And that's where Lukaku can really do some damage against this team. Mm-hmm. And I like Balassi in this game a lot. Okay. Not, I don't even think I took him in DraftKings. I just like him in this game just in real life a lot. I just think he, I think he'll have an impact. He's just not a good enough finisher for me to spend the money it would take probably yep. to have him. But I think he'll have an impact on this game because Man City, especially down the flanks, uh, they, they can be beaten for pace. Okay. I'm not sure. I mean, it depends who they put out there, but I mean, I've seen Clichy out there. He's yeah, not that quick matter. anymore. Sanya's not that quick anymore. If Kolarov plays out there, he's really not quick. Mm. Sanya's um, out. I, yeah, Sanya's out. So I'm guessing it's Zabaleta and Kolarov. But the, all, the reason we're not fast. I'm not sure. I'm not sure it matters as much as it used to because, um, like Pep's fullbacks don't get that involved in the attack, so they're not quite as forward 
And so they don't have to track back as quickly. <laughs> That's the only reason why I, I'm not sure the pace. The one, the one player who I don't like from Everton is Ross Barkley. Just because he's not a nice guy? or Well, yeah, that too. <clears throat> yes, uh, I agree. But, yeah, he, I, In the middle of the park, he's going to have a tough time. Yeah, he's just... He just doesn't do enough. Yeah, he, he tends to pop up on big games, but uh, I'm not sure if this is the one. He took corners last game, which is not something that he was normally doing, but that still doesn't get me to think that he's worthy of much consideration. Leighton Bain still out? Um, it looks it, it, That's the way he's categorized for me. But Then I'm sure it's right. All right. He wasn't that great anyway, but that, that would be the only reason why he wouldn't take um, corners well, or, Morales was or, or, or if Morales starts. Yeah. Well, Morales did start the last one, and Bain still took them. So, no, uh, no, no. You mean no, Barkley, you mean, Barkley, Barkley. Yeah. All right. Season-long formats, or would you start Ross Barkley? Probably, just because I'd have to. Yeah. You wouldn't like it, though? No. How do you think this game ends? That's why I don't. I didn't actually take Ross Barkley anywhere because I how don't. How do you think this game ends score-wise? Um, I think this will turn out to be a lot like Chelsea Leicester, and so, but more so in the way you thought. So I think it'll be one-one. Yeah, I, I think it's actually one. Uh, I think it's. I even think this might be nil-nil. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think there's. This is going to be one of those like it's really big on paper. And it'll be really just sloppy and, and not that great. Probably by design in Everton's case because they're on the road. It's funny you say that because I, I felt the same way, but I actually didn't think it was because it'd be sloppy. I think it'd be because either because Everton have been so good defensively that they're going to be tight defensively and Man City and are will just kind of be getting through the game to make sure everybody's fit for Barcelona. Yeah, if they if they do, the game will end up being sloppy. That's okay. you, you can't play at seventy five percent speed and not and have it not be sloppy. Hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, Stoke are at home against Sunderland. Another relegation six pointer here for me. Um, both teams playing not that well. Uh, what? <laughs> an interesting note that I heard that I heard this morning is that David Moyes was so impressed, David Moyes at Sunderland, was so impressed with Patrick Van Anholt off the bench that he may start him this week at winger. As Rest. a fault. He, oh, like that far up. Yeah. Um, I think he did that last, the last game. Um, no, he came, off, he came off the bench and scored. Uh, was that not two games ago? Man, they all meld together. All, yeah, I was just about to say, they all seem the same. Um, yeah, he... I, Van Anholt is like where they should be playing. Like I feel like that team should set up just like Chelsea does, three five two, and Van Anholt should okay. be Marcos Alonso. Like that, except that Chelsea are lining up three four three. Three. Uh, right. Excuse me. Right. Right. How I think Chelsea should line up versus how they are. But yeah, the he's the perfect wing back and. Uh, Sunderland and so poor defensively. I don't know why they wouldn't just try it. But yeah, David, they should play him as forward David as possible. Moise's style. That's they, the reason. Yeah, his style yeah, is apparently close to getting relegated. So. Yep. Uh, it's not, so, so, to be honest, that was this is Big Sam's team. This is not a David Moyes team. Um, I guess. I guess. This is uh, this. I can't. I can't even say this is Big Sam's team. He was there for a year. And, yeah. Like, 
and change. This this is really who was it before him? Decanio? Uh, it's embarrassing. We can't even remember. It doesn't even matter. Exactly, it's immaterial. Anyway. I do think most of these guys are Big Sam, though. I mean, most. Of them. Yeah. Although, in fairness, Moyes brought all of his United kids in, McNair yeah. and Love and Yanazai, who's out. But I don't know. Whatever. On the Stoke side, uh, this this is a game where I think actually there's some opportunity for the big names that we know and love on Stoke to actually uh, to get right a little bit here. So like the Arnautoviches, the Shakiris, the Joe Allens, if you will. Ugh. I, w- I will not. <laughs> um, but I agree. I think that's this is definitely the game for them to step up. And now that they have basically everybody back, Glenn Johnson's out for a few weeks, but it seems like he's always no! out anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, Phil Bardsley, who Ugh. used to play Phil Bardsley Revenge Game, um, he theoretically should be starting, although um, who knows? Like we've seen Jeff Cameron slot out there and, um, I assume Shawcross and Martin's Indy will be central. So, but we'll see. But Martin's Indy can play outside. Yeah. Um, I think this could be the highest scoring game of the day. Really? Yes. Ah. Well, I think I know which one of my lineups you're not gonna like. <laughs> I think. I think I both think teams I... are very capable of attacking, and. Both of them are quite poor defensively. Hmm. Hmm. Lamini Kone is a little banged up. Um, God knows who they'll start back there. John O'Shea, maybe. Um, Patty McNair has been playing centrally in the midfield. Um, I think Kazri brings a little more than Yanazai did. And with Yanazai out, Kazri should be there. Defoe has been better than everybody thought he'd be this quickly. And we already said that Stoke, you know, has Shakiri and Arnautovic and Bonnie. I think, I think there's going to be very little uh, defense in this game. Uh, <sighs> really? No, no, uh, that's just surprising to hear. I, I, I mean, considering, especially considering that I believe that Stoke are one of the lowest scoring teams in the league. Yes, they don't. They also don't have a single assist this season. They've only scored that's five good. times, but zero assists. Only team in that's the league. That is impressive. <laughs> that that is impressively terrible. Liverpool and Man City lead the league with twelve assists, and they have zero. Stoke. Tales of two teams. Mm-hmm. All right. So on the defensive side, you know, you wouldn't take anybody. Uh, the only one I would consider, uh, and is it would Van be on on DraftKings. Yeah, is Van Aanholt if he plays that far up. It would be Van Aanholt, but not because of his defense. Right, right. Would you, would you take either goalkeeper? No. Okay. West Brom are at home against Spurs. This is a game where I think a lot of people are going to take advantage. Uh, this rounds out. This game will round out the 10 o'clock slate here. It's all Spurs all day. Really? At at the Hawthorns? At the Hawthorns, yes. Nasir Chadley revenge game? Um, I, I, I agree I that it should. Every, every time you ask me that, the answer will be no. I know, but I still go ahead. Yeah, like please, please, please keep asking though. Um, I think I, I think the fans love it. Why don't you think that West Brom can hold them? I mean, isn't this exactly the Tony Pulis game where no. after the game and it's zero zero and you're like, ah, oh, I should have seen that. No, not okay. at all. I'd be stunned. 
I mean, the player of the month, uh, Son Hyung Bing, is is on Tottenham. Mm-hmm. He, he's, he's too good. He's the reason why Nasser Chadley is at as at. No, uh, I wouldn't. West I wouldn't go that far, but he wasn't even playing when That's Chadley was still there. Well, he fell even further down. Is my point. Um, and also, I mean, not for nothing, but uh, Vincent Janssen looked great for the Netherlands, even though yeah. the Netherlands themselves aren't looking that good. Gosh, what a weird situation that is. But that's for another time. Um, so who doesn't start among that group? Because it's mostly the midfield. Because um, you have Wanyama, Lamella, Sissoko, Eriksen. Wanyama doesn't start. Really? Yeah. He's been... Arguably, their most consistent midfielder. Well, uh, you could also make the case that Dembele may not start. Uh, Dembele's a little banged up, so I actually don't think he starts. But and I mean, Deli. I mean, Deli Ali's been good recently. He also scored for England. Yep. So uh, you can't take him out at this point. Yeah, I forgot about Eric Dyer too. Um, I don't know. It's in my heart, he's a defender. <laughs> they also have Champions League. Um. I they believe they're on, they're on Tuesday at Bayer Leverkusen. Bayer Leverkusen, excuse me. So you might you uh, yeah, you could see you could see I some could guys see, sitting. I could, yeah, I would see someone like Eric Lamella sitting. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> for my EFSA team. Maybe 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 Erickson. I, I don't know. I, I I don't think there's going to be too much rotation, to be honest. Okay. I just think they. I mean, somebody has to sit because they just have too many guys. Um, it's not going to be Sun. It could be Jansen. And who would play forward? I think they'd play Sun there. That's what they did in their last game, wasn't it? I don't think Jansen started. Yeah. Could it be could Jansen. Be it could be. I don't, uh, I don't. I don't think it will be. Um, I don't think it will be. Okay. I, I think they would use. Um, I, I think if they sat, you know what, Sun may sit. You, you're kind of convincing me into it now. So they would they would they would save Sun for Tuesday. champion. Who scores all the goals then? Victory. Uh, all sorry, of them? Vincent, yeah. Well, uh, it's it's too hard. It's too hard. Yeah. Um. I mean, if Lamella starts, he's got a good chance. Here's I'll, I'll tier it for you. Uh, Sun's on Sun's on a tier by himself, and then I would put um, Lamella and Jansen on the next plane, and then it would be Erickson. Sorry, and Ali too. Ali would be in that same plane, mm-hmm. and then Erickson would be maybe by himself. Then Dembele, if he plays, but he won't. Right. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? You know what? Who else? I've I've actually had my eye on Toby Alderweireld. Okay. Tottenham lead the league in corners taken. Uh, okay. This is this would be a good this would be a good time to convert on one of them, and Toby Alderweireld is a very good threat in the air. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Just to and Son should be taking them. He's taking them over Erickson. Yeah, if he plays. Right. I think one of those two will play. Okay. Who knows? Maybe Erickson sits. <laughs> That's the point. Who knows? Well, we will on Sunday yes. when when they actually play Saturday. Uh, would you? Would, sorry, Saturday. Would you play uh, Nasser Chadley? Mm, no. Would you play? Would you play anyone on the West Brom defense? Considering you were so confident that this might be zero zero. Um, I would in season long if I had them. I yeah, I would. Huh. Interesting. All right. So I, I, that's very interesting. You would not play them on DraftKings though. 
You no. would look elsewhere? Yeah. Okay. All right. It's interesting. I, 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 I still think this will be a blowout for Spurs. Okay. You, you, what are you thinking? Like one, uh, one nothing, two, two nothing? Would you, do you think West Brom score? No. So Hugo Lloris, Danny Rose, Kyle Walker, Alduarrel, decent starts. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just don't think there's a lot in this game. Gotcha. All right, then let's move on. Then uh, we have a, a London derby here. We have Crystal Palace at home against West Ham. I think this one will have the most goals. Yeah, I, I think this was the the other one that I considered. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's not a bold stance. Any game with West, any game with West Ham in it has the chance to be. The, the game with the most goals. Right. Um, yeah, the... Every option that you would consider should be... Like, there's no reason to doubt that decision. Yeah, I, I, I think you'll see a lot of Dimitri Payet's. You'll see a lot yeah. of uh, Jason Punchins, Andros Townsend, yep. Christian Penteke's all... And Mikel Antonio, maybe. Yep. Antonio got expensive. Yes, he did. <laughs> I mean, he, he should. I mean, yeah. he's... When you play like that, you your price goes up. Yeah, he is very expensive. Uh, I I think we summed it up pretty perfectly. If there's a midfielder or if there's an offensive threat in the midfield or the forward position that you like, you're going to play him. Yes. In this game, on either side. Yes. I don't know if you like Simone Zaza. I don't even know if he plays anymore. I don't think he plays much anymore. Because... That that if they if he I think if he what is it I think if he starts ten games he gets oh yeah I the permanent buy yeah I I'm I'm less concerned about that than you are well I own Zaza in a in a season long league and I, I may be dropping him soon okay Just throwing that out there all right let's go to the Sunday slate uh, we have uh, Middlesbrough at Watford or sorry other way around Middlesbrough yeah. at home against Watford. Uh, this one looks like zero zero to me. I don't see much offense in this one. Really? And if it does come, I actually think it comes from Watford. Um, Watford have been in a bunch of high scoring games recently, though. Yeah, I, I don't care. Really? Okay. Yeah, that's hmm. yeah, Watford on the road. I think they'll resort resort to form. What form? Exactly. Uh, the tra- form that allows they're, goals. They're traditional. They're traditional form. Uh, the, the form where they sit back and they allow people to cross. Um. Okay. And then and they'll I, just keep them out. That's that. That's the way I see this game going. I could be wrong, hmm. but that's the way I see it going. Hmm. I think this is zero zero. Wow. Just straight up nothing. Wow. Um. That's surprising to me, only because I feel like Watford haven't proven to be capable of playing in a game with no goals. They're basically as bad as West Ham. Yeah. Defensively. Like if you go into a game saying there will be goals here because West Ham's playing, I think that applies just as much to Watford. I'm going out on a limb for Watford. Okay. I've been burned by this. I've been burned by this limb before, but <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to double down on this. I think I, yeah, they will buck trends and revert to, and revert to 2015, 16 form. Mm-hmm. Okay. If I did my math correctly, which is always up for question, I believe they're either second or third in like most goals per game in terms of allowed and scored. It doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me. I'm I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going out on a limb here. I have no problem being in the minority here. Okay. I mean, I don't think it's like going to be 5-4, but I think 2-1 is 
certainly doable for these two teams. And who would have the two? Um, I don't know. I think it honestly is like a coin flip, and I don't have a a read on. I think there it's going to be weird places too. It'll be like a George Friend to Stuani. I guess that's like, not even that. I'll right. take that. Yeah, you I'll would take, take that. I'll take that every day of the week right. with George Friend. I think Deeney's a great play. I think Deeney. That's. I think Deeney is a good play. Yeah, Amrabat will be sending in crosses like he always does. Olebas, I would take in a non-clean sheet dependent format. It's very interesting. You're, you're taking. I'm, I'm hearing more Watford names than Borough names. Yes. Yeah. Um, mostly because they're. I feel like we've. Because you, you haven't mentioned Alvaro Negredo once. Yeah, that's on purpose. I'm not a big Negredo guy. Um, I just think we've seen what some of these uh, Watford players can do, and we just haven't seen enough from the Borough guys to think that this is the game that Negredo breaks out. Like, Is Alvaro Negredo Ferdinand the Bull? Maybe. Do you not know the story of Ferdinand the Bull? I don't. Oh, it's basically it's you know the you know the bull in the china shop metaphor. Yes, Ferdinand the bull is the bull in the china shop that doesn't break any china. Oh, then yes, he's big and strong and uh, sorry, he's uh, he, 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 what was it? It was in um, the Blind Side, built like built like Tarzan, plays like Jane. Mm. Yes, <laughs> that's really sexist and degrading. I apologize. Um, all right, uh, I will move on then swiftly from this <laughs> to go to Southampton, who are at home against Burnley. Uh, this might be a Tom Heaton special here, where <laughs> gets, gets four or five saves and lets in a goal or two. I agree. But Southampton, I think Southampton will get plenty of shots on uh, on target, and someone like, uh, like Shane Long, who <laughs> what, what do you mean like Matt? Is, is Ryan Bertrand now injured? Yes. Please, uh, please. Uh, so that target is definitely in. Uh, you know they've got other guys that can play, but Bertrand is out. Yes, or is highly questionable. He didn't play for England, and I don't believe he. This is the difficulty of taping this podcast Friday morning, but I am f- fairly confident that Bertrand will not be playing. Hmm. Interesting. Looks like someone's going to make another appearance on my uh, <laughs> on my EFSA team, and that'll be Matt Target. There you go. But okay. so, Dusan Tadic mm-hmm. on your midfielder ranks. Where did you have him? Because I, th- I thought I remembered you ranked him very highly. Um, I probably or did. somebody did. somebody did. Yeah, you ranked him five. Yep, home against Burnley. That's not a. Yeah, a you reasonable. rated him above. You rated him above Son, above Riyad Mahrez, above David Silva. This we did our rankings before we heard that De Bruyne may be back, but uh, above Theo Walcott, who you also love. Yep, I think Walcott's a little more goal dependent, which is why I I didn't necessarily have him there. And he doesn't. Tadic is more likely to get a goal and an assist as opposed to Walcott, who, if you told me he didn't have assist in five years, I'd believe you. But yeah, I mean, I think. Matchup wise, Tadic's is significantly better. I'll note that Mozinski ranked him second, and Pittner had him fifth too. Yeah, you're the one who's crazy. All the way down at six. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just remember seeing everyone being much higher. Uh, sorry, everyone being higher on him than me. Yes, and I'm pretty. I'm usually pretty high on Dusan. Yeah, Tadic. you are. So 
just a little surprising to me that this is the matchup that everyone thinks is is the best one. Um, I think you are higher on on Tom Heaton than others, and that uh, clouded your judgment on Dusan Tadic. I am high on Tom Heaton. Uh, you gave me a nice stat about Sam Vokes earlier in the week. Yeah, Vokes leads the league in aerials one, which uh, for Taga players, um, it doesn't necessarily benefit greatly because forwards only get half a point per aerial one. But it's, yeah, Sam Vokes of all of all players, particularly since I'm not sure he started the, the first few games, but he's had a few double-digit aerial duels won uh, recently. So, yeah, he's up there. Defenders get one point per, and I think Jags leads the league for defenders, which shouldn't be overly surprising, I guess. But, yeah, Sam Vokes, how about that? Fascinating. Would never have guessed that in a million years. Yeah, right. And I, and I, and I you tried, yeah. I, 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 I gave it my best. Um, but, yeah, it would, that is just an unbelievable stat. Uh, so maybe it's imminent goals coming as he wins aerial duels. Um, I mean – I guess. I think a lot of them are just probably goal kicks. <laughs> well, he's a threat in the air. Yeah. Well, the only problem is for Southampton, there's they have another threat in the air on defense, and that's Virgil Van Dyke, and that'll mm. be a very, that'll be a very interesting matchup to see. Jose Font's not a small guy either. No, but Virgil Van Dyke is is, is yeah. significantly he's larger and more in charge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Analysis. On that. Yes, I know. That was great. Uh, let's go on to the biggest game of the weekend. Let's be honest here. It's Liverpool-Manchester United at Anfield. This will be hotly contested on a Monday night. This is why we watch. Uh, this is going to be a – I think this is the most fun game while being the biggest game of the weekend. There's lots of big names. Zlatan, Ibrahimovic, uh, Wayne Rooney possibly on the bench. Uh, then you have on the Liverpool side the, the the manager of the month in Jurgen Klopp scoring 11 goals uh, and getting nine points out of nine in the month of September. Just two two juggernauts going up against each other. And it's, it's going to be a very fun game because Manchester United traditionally – especially Jose Mourinho likes to keep it tight defensively, especially on the road and Liverpool just want to attack, 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 attack. Mm -hmm. So which side do you see enforcing their will more in this game, Andrew? Uh, I think it all depends on Paul Pogba. I think he's the, he's going to be the reason why either United wins or loses. If he is kind of, a ghost like we've seen him at times this season, then I think Liverpool can literally run all over Manchester United. But if Pogba can control the middle of the park, which um, Liverpool don't have that many great defensive players in their midfield. Um, In fact, you could argue they have zero. And so if Pogba can kind of control that area, I think uh, United can, can get a result there. They can get a win. Yeah. Um, but it's the, the problem is that Pogba has been fairly uh, inconsistent, mostly because uh, Jose Mourinho's kind of been inconsistent on who he plays around Pogba and where he plays Pogba. But I think he's the key. Uh, I I also love whenever these two teams play to kind of remind our podcast listeners that uh, I don't know if it'll be bigger or or smaller because it's Monday night there, but more people will watch this game worldwide than the Super Bowl. And by, this is just by plenty. And this is like 
basically just a regular season game between two teams. And that means more people watch this game than the presidential debates. <laughs> which are getting Super Bowl-like ratings. Throw it out there. Also, the, I don't know if the NFL, that high, but... They are. Uh, the NFL ratings are also down this year, yes, which is they very are. surprising. Soccer's on its way up. Just yes, saying. Is. Just saying. There's Again, it's not, it's not more people will watch this in the States, but worldwide. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so... This game- this this game, I think, I think it, I think James Milner is going to be finally tested defensively. Because yeah. whether it's Rashford out there, right, or if yeah. it's you know Martial, or if it's uh, Wayne Rooney, or even if Antonio Valencia when he if he gets forward, mm-hmm. um, it, I think I think Milner will finally get tested for his defensive abilities. I think it doesn't matter anyway. You're to, you, the reason why you take Milner is not because of his defense, but because yeah. of what he does offensively. And in this game, I think the two best fullbacks so far this season, from a fantasy perspective, are playing against each other, and that's been Daly Blind and James Milner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who do you think scores more points in this game? Milner. Only because he has penalty possibility. Yeah, I think uh, just the way that United play, um, I just don't see them winning as many uh, corners, um, which, you know means Blinn doesn't have as many opportunities to take him as Milner. Um, I just think I I don't see uh, Manchester United winning this game by like dominating possession the entire time and peppering um, Carius with shots. Like I think um, it'll be a little back and forth, but I I still think Liverpool just have the the pieces that Jurgen Klopp likes to play with and will be able to fly all over the field. Whereas I'm not sure, not, I'm not sure Jose Mourinho, has like three guys he wants to play and I'm not necessarily sure that's enough. Like Luke Shaw should be back. Uh, Mkhitaryan's supposed to be back. So it's still like trying to fit Mkhitaryan's his player. Shaw isn't, but I, he had some very good things to say about Shaw earlier in the season. So if he comes back, then I'm not sure what happens to daily blend. Um, either they can play him centrally and I'm not sure that means he continues to take corner uh, corners, but it seems tough to take Blind out given how well he's played, but Shaw's Shaw's the guy on the left side. Like he, that was his you know, job. So you know, you know where they can play Blind if if Shaw's back and fully fit next to Pogba. Bingo. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's a position he hasn't played in like two years now. Like he, <laughs> he's a full fledged defender at this point. This doesn't seem I, like I, the I, game to start switching things up like that. I got, I don't think Luke Shaw makes it back in the lineup this game. Okay. Yeah. This is this is the game to try it. Mm-hmm. Thursday uh, Europa. Potentially. Mm-hmm. But I think that's going to be a very fascinating aspect of this game. And for Liverpool, Firmino, we talk about a lot. You know, I always keep saying that he's like one of the best options, but it really hasn't worked so far. Mm-hmm. When you know you, you you know this this international break, I've taken a step back and actually looked at it. Firmino's not been lighting it up except for the uh, one game that he had uh, as the center forward. Yeah, there. And, and, and I think the game he did that was when he was playing as the number ten behind Sturridge. The Milner's really the most consistent guy. Um, everybody else has kind of contributed, but Milner, I feel like uh, from a game to game basis, is is the best play. Um, mostly because you know. He plays at this fullback that allows him to attack, but as long as he's on corners and penalties, like that gives him a significantly higher upside than guys like Henderson or Wijnaldum. Sadio Mane is one of you know is so hit or miss. 
Obviously, when he hits, it's huge, but he can throw up some some pretty terrible games. Sturridge really hasn't been finishing as well. And Coutinho's still Coutinho. You know, he'll take his shots, but they won't get anywhere close to the goal. So, Yeah, all right. Before we get to our daily dose for our DraftKings lineups, I just wanted to ask you a question, Andrew. Have you ever seen someone who just looks so comfortable in themselves and with themselves walking down the street? Yeah, I looked at my reflection while I was wearing my Mack Weldon boxers. I was just about to say that's the reason why. <laughs> um, it's because you're not bunching up and you're not constantly grabbing and tugging at yourself, which in public can be very embarrassing. Mm. Uh, but with the Mack Weldon underwear, everything stays in place as it should, including the underwear itself, causing you to have that stride of pride when you walk down the street. One thing I did notice the other day is that the the Mack Weldon boxers that I have are actually shorter than the other boxers that I've worn for the last however long. And they're basically like as short as you can comfortably want boxers. And when I when I first put them on, I'm like, these are kind of short. And a day of wearing them, I'm like, oh, this is probably the height that boxers should be. Yeah, they don't ride up. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and that, and just remember, everyone, if you go to MacWeldon.com, put in the promo code ROTOSOCCER to get 20% off your order, and that's from MacWeldon Underwear. Fabric like nothing you've worn before. Hmm. Yeah, and with that, we should get to our RotoWire lineups. And Andrew, like I told you before, I have two different ones, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you have the winning one. But for the sake of exercise, because you do this every week, uh, actually, let's have you start first here with your goalkeeper and defense. Okay. Um, I paid 3800 bucks for Martin Stecklenburg, um, which... Wow, that's bold. I Yeah, I originally had uh, Jordan Pickford and because he was 4400 and I decided that if I was going to go cheap on a goalkeeper... I wanted to save even more. So the other guy I considered was actually David Marshall at 4,200 because while Hull give up plenty of shots and crosses, uh, I'm just not sure Burnmouth are made to take advantage of that. But then I decided to go even further down. Uh, I saw Ben Foster, uh, Lucas Fabianski, and eventually came to Stecklenburg because I just don't think Man City crushes them. And I think they do take enough shots to to make it worth it. So he may not get the win, but I do think Stecklenburg should be able to get enough saves to... I'm basically going with the Tom Heaton method on Stecklenburg at Man City, who are getting a few players back but may not play the whole time. So if he has to start, um, you know, defending corners from Jesus Navas, I think that works just perfectly fine for him. Uh, I paid 3,100 for Phil Bardsley and 3,200 for Patty McNair because he's playing further up but I don't think he's that great anyway, <laughs> but they're cheap. I've gone, I've gone a totally different direction. Okay. Um, so on one lineup, yep. I paid 5,400 for Hugo Lloris. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I also, in, in, in my other lineup, I picked Jordan Pickford. Okay. So that's where I saved money in yep. my opinion. I mean, I understand right. why Pickford, I mean, obviously I, I looked at him first. Stoke had been really bad, but. Uh, I just happen to think this is where they turn it around. So that's why if they turn it around, that's not good things for Pickford. Very true. And on defense in both lineups, I have Patrick Van Anholt because if he's going to be a defender playing wing, yeah. I want I want all shares of that. Yep. Um, and so basically in my defense-heavy lineup, basically, I have Van Anholt and I have Danny Rose to go along with Hugo Lloris. So that's like 
money, 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 money in defense. I don't even know who I'm talking to anymore. I know, right? And in the Jordan Pickford lineup, I have Van Onholt and I have Brendan Galloway. Mm-hmm. And in both lineups, because I've spent a lot of money on defense, I figured I'd let's keep the good thing, good to, good times going, and also pick Toby Alderweireld. Mm-hmm. I just have a funny feeling this week that this is the game where he scores a ton of points, because maybe he gets a goal or an assist on a on a set piece or something like that. Do you have any money so, left over? I have three hundred dollars left over in the defense heavy in the Hugo Lloris lineup, mm. and none in the Pickford lineup. Yeah, because Galloway hasn't been starting. They've been going yeah. with Dawson and Neom, but Neom can get you. He's three hundred bucks more. So if that's a pivot, if you need to make it. Yeah, I, I figure at that price, there's plenty of options. And really? hold on one second. Plenty. Yeah, yeah, there are. Uh, I mean, I can go Kingsley for example at Swansea if he keeps playing. Mm. I can go. I could go. I don't think he's playing anymore either. Yeah, I mean Neil Taylor, and if Neil and that, that's even better because if Neil Taylor starts, which is what's rejected, he I can pivot to Neil Taylor if I need to, mm. because he's also there. I mean, you picked Bardsley already, so I'm not going to do that. But you know, it, there's still there's still other options around, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Yes, technically there are options there. You're right. <laughs> I I don't think they're terrible. Okay. I don't. They're not great, but they're not terrible. But that's not the defense-heavy lineup that I was referring right. to before. But no, actually, you know, come to think of it, you know, I, Neil Taylor, actually, I think it might even be a better option. I just didn't think he was going to start. But if rumor has it that he's going to start, Neil Taylor, I think, is a better option than Brennan Galloway. Okay. Yeah. Now, my midfield on both sides here. So, um, obviously, one I spent much more money on because I didn't spend a lot on defense. Yep. So, I have Dimitri Payet as a midfielder in this one. And I have Jason Punchin as my other midfielder mm-hmm. and my Hugo Lloris lineup. I have Sun Hyung Min and Jordan Shakiri mm-hmm. as my midfielders. Um, Sun is the one player that I don't have amongst that group. Um, and so I have Payet, Punchin and Shakiri. So I did a good job with my midfielders basically, or I didn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have 600 bucks left, so Shakiri could turn into Sun. Uh, I just, with the way that I had been looking at Stoke, uh, it just seemed right that I should have Shakiri. Um, so that's why I have him instead of Sun. I guess maybe I'm still um, caught with thinking that Tony Pulis' defense is at home. Mm-hmm. Don't give up a lot. So, But, bo- but both of us took Punchin over Townsend, considering the price. Uh Price was the only reason. Punchin was like the first guy I had. And uh, eventually, it basically for me is coming down to Punchin or Pyatt. Mm. And that's that's an easy decision for me. Yep. All right. And your forwards. Theo Walcott, who was originally Alexis Sanchez, and that was another one I had to pivot off of, and Marco Arnautovic. So you really like Stoke? I do, mm. which... I'm going to, on Monday, when we do our reaction pod, I will have to explain why I was so wrong. I have Victor Jansen in both lineups. Hmm. Um, I'm hoping he starts. If he does not, then pivoting might be a little difficult. But you know, in that range, there's really not a ton there. I mean, I can go to Nolito if I need to. Uh, if Lamella starts, I can go there. I can go to Balassi. I, actually, Kalechi Inacho would be where we would go. Well, you could always yeah, play Sun in the forward spot. Correct, but I, but 
I, that means I have to pivot on the midfield, and I don't know if I, I don't know. I, there's there's still there's options here, but I actually really like, um, I really really like Jansen if he starts, because mm-hmm. I think this is an absolute blowout, and also because I think he's a physical presence that could really that that could really bully around West Brom, which is not easy to do. Yeah, but I loved what I saw from. Uh, Vincent Janssen on the international break. Maybe that's the only reason why I picked him because that's just what the last thing I saw. Mm-hmm. But I do like what Victor Janssen brings to the table for Tottenham. And in one line in the lineup with Jordan Pickford, I have Christian Benteke as my other forward. And in the lineup with Hugo Lloris, I have Joshua King <laughs> as my forward. Makes sense. Makes sense in that that the Hugo Lloris lineup. It has a high floor and such a terribly low ceiling, yeah. in my opinion. Um, but the, the, I'm I don't, not sure the floor is as high as you think it is. Why? Because you think West Brom are going to score against Spurs? I don't think that matters. Like, you're getting three points from... I'd be getting three, six, nine points for it. Because right. I have Rose and Alderweireld. From three players, yeah. That's the problem. I mean, nine points... Well, I mean, I, I, I don't think Alder Wilde's floor is as high as it's not high at all. He's averaging seven point seven points a game. Yeah, it's it's goal skewed though. He has and he had an or he has no goals this. Oh, uh, he has two goals. That's sorry, the problem is that it's taking into account his two World Cup qualifiers. So he has twenty seven points. I'm sorry, thirty one points in his last two games, which are, he's now playing for a team that is not that one. He's not playing Bosnia and Herzegovina or Gibraltar. Yeah, and the and he's also scored in Champions League. Uh, right. So, so yeah. Just that, that 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 you know what that means to me? He's due. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Here's man. my so going through this lineup. Um, which side who are you, do you who, prefer? First of, all, who, first of all, who are your forwards? Oh, I said her, her, uh, Arnautovic and that's right. Um, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So for me, it's basically coming down to either Payet and Walcott or Townsend and Alexis. That's tough. That's tough. I like both. That's my problem. That is really tough. Two lineups, but that's it's annoying to do that. I also have Punchin though, so like I would, be, you know I would essentially be rolling you know out Townsend and Punchin. You know what you should do? You should have one lineup for the fifty-fifty and one lineup yeah. for the head-to-head against me, and see which one does better. Well, I'll probably I'll do both anyway, but I don't know. It's just that's a tough one. <laughs> I really like I really like both choices i'm trying to th- i'm still thinking of it in my head and i really can't come up with a, a, a legitimate explanation as to choose one or the other well you got 20 hours to 23 hours to decide all right and i'll take those 23 hours starting right now at the end of this episode of the rotowire fantasy soccer podcast brought to you by mac weldon thank you for joining us this week and we will talk to you again early next week when we review the madness that was game week eight of the fantasy premier league season talk to you then Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. They're going to kill the love of my life. Casey! 
if I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.